Welcome to Functional Medicine Unfiltered Podcast with Dr. Megan Stanga. Join us as we deep dive into the most important health issues of our time. We'll discuss what's really at the root of chronic illness and answer the questions, why can't you get better? What's really wrong with you? And why can no one figure it out? Join Dr. Stanga as she shares the secrets of how she's helping her patients heal chronic illness and get their lives back. So hello, everybody. This is Dr. Megan Stanga. Thank you for joining us for episode four of the Functional Medicine Unfiltered podcast. Super excited to bring you this episode today. I actually have a patient here who is willing to share her story. I think that stories are powerful. I think that that's how people really learn and connect when you can hear somebody's journey and what they've been through. It's more powerful than any you know information that I can give. And so today, Natalie is going to share a little bit about her journey with functional medicine and with the low-dose immune therapy that I use with chronic infections and super excited uh, to have her joining us today. So Natalie, if you want to just kind of share with us a little bit about first, I think it would be super important to just share with people a little bit who you are, you know, your mom and and what you do, and then kind of just share with us the last several years of your health journey, the symptoms you've been struggling with, and kind of what brought you into See Me. Thank you for having me, Dr. Stanga. I am a mother of two and a wife, um, two beautiful kids, Caden and Addison, and I am a stay-at-home mom and homeschool both of them. I am absolutely blessed to have that privilege. So my health journey, wow, it started a good, I would say, after um, having birth to my oldest, who's 14, about 14 years ago, just slow ailments started popping up. And it was just one thing after another, after another, um, of just constantly feeling sick. I felt where my lymph nodes were hurting. I had strep throat. I had constant back pain, cramping. One of my my right side, my limbs were numb. Um, It just felt like that drainage was not going through, headaches. I had blurred vision in my left eye, neck pain. I mean, it was just joint pain where I couldn't even hold my steering wheel, not to mention brain fog, where there were days that I just was praying, God, get me through this day. How do I get home? I can't think. I can't function. I have two kids that are relying on me. It was just horrible. And it wasn't like it was every ailment at one time. It was one thing and then next month it might be another thing. And so, but just all together, there was an abundance of so many things going on. Yeah. And so, you know, last episode, I really talked about triggering events. There's really always these like triggering times that we see that the health starts to decline. And a huge one, because I know that that was, it was the case for me as well was pregnancy. It was like after my kids were born, things were never the same. They just significantly got worse. Do you feel like that was a part of your story too? Is that post kids is when you started seeing everything decline? It was. And being that new mom, I mean, you just don't know what to do and the stresses that come with it, you know, that you as an individual take on those stresses. And so I know with that, it was a big trigger. Stress was a big trigger after having birth. And so 
So you're dealing with all of these symptoms and you, I know we talked about like you dealt with these symptoms for a really long time before you made it into my office. And so what were some of the things that you were doing, you know, to try to get answers? What were some of the things that you were doing to try to like manage these symptoms? Wow. That's (laughs) a large, I, I started out, I don't even know where I started, but I will just begin. One of the things that I did was master cleanse. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's a 14 day where you are maple syrup, water and lemons. And I tried that and I was trying um, oils, ingesting oils and trying to come up with my own remedy. I was constantly on antibiotics. So then I was trying to make my own antibiotics out of herbs. I was my own, I became my own doctor per se, because everywhere I went to all my doctors, my primary doctors, my urologist and endocrinologist, uh, orthopedic, I had so many doctors that just could not give me answers. What another remedy that I tried was the castor oil. And I tried that at night, wrapping myself with saran wrap and trying to trying to go pull at everything. I um, changed my diet completely. I even environmental factors. I had we had to plus my husband paint, strip the walls, paint them black. We checked into, you know, all of our electrical outlets outside of our house, um, trying to gauge Everything. I mean, you name it, I probably have tried it. That's really kind of a similar story that I hear. when, we, And I know that it's something I can relate to as well. Before we started recording, we were kind of laughing about what all things that we've tried, right? And I was like, did you ever try the coffee enemas? And she was like, no, I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> but so, but that's kind of the cycle you get into is that you just feel so awful. And we haven't talked about this, but you start going to to doctors looking for answers and nobody really gives you any answers. And so the only thing you have left to do is start trying to figure it out on your own. And then you're left with this like really intense regimen of things that you're relying on in order to just kind of make it through life and get through the day. So, so did you go to doctors and what did they tell you about all these, these things? I did. Um, I started out with my primary doctor and who would then send me to another doctor um, and then another doctor just because they could not get to the source of what was going on. I would come in with chronic strep all the time and I would I would know the onset of it. I would feel it and I would say, okay, it's another strep episode. They would test me, no, there's no strep, Natalie. And I would come in with my laundry list of all my ailments and they would say, Honestly, I had one doctor just like, this is so much. He referred me to go to the ER and just have a whole makeup. And I was mind blown because I'm not going to go and spend thousands of dollars of having a whole workup at the ER. Um, I went to neurologists just because I was having chronic bladder infections, which I was diagnosed with IC and changing my diet and having, I forget what they're called, but I would just have injections into my bladder and nothing just seemed to work. Went to an orthopedic surgeon just because my lower back and my hip was hurting all the time. Um, My OBGYN, I was constantly in there. I could just feel the energy when I walked in like, oh, here we go again, Natalie, here we go. (laughs) I'm like, let me just push record. It's the same thing over and over, you know? So we went through, I went to somebody specialized in gallbladder and that's where I had my gallbladder taken out, but I was still having 
pain right there in my gallbladder. I had high elevated liver um, levels that they just couldn't get to the source. It was just something I had to live with. And my urologist would just, you know, let's continue. You just need to do you, Natalie. You need to stop this, stop this, stop this. And it seemed like every food that I was eating, I just, I needed to just only drink water is what I came down to. Every single food was making me sick. My OBGYN, we or she removed my right ovary and I still had that pain there. It didn't take it away. So then, you know, she said, all right, well, let's just go ahead and do a hysterectomy. It's just, you know, in her words, it was one less organ we had to worry about. And I was like, no, no, we do not need to remove. We need to figure out what's going on. I know I'm hypersensitive per se in the medical world, but no, it's because I'm very in tune to my body and there's something going on. There is. You know, and so the interesting thing is, is that every single symptom that you just verbalized to me, I would say probably within the first five minutes of chatting with you on our initial visit, I knew exactly what was wrong with you. And it wasn't like, hmm, I wonder. It was like, no, I I know. Like, you have Lyme, you have Epstein-Barr virus, you have reactivated strep. And it was incredibly clear-cut to me the moment you started verbalizing all of your symptoms, um, which is interesting because, you know, I think one of the reasons that in conventional medicine we miss, especially the Lyme diagnosis, is because Lyme affects all the systems. It affects your brain. It affects your musculoskeletal system. It affects your urinary system. It affects literally every system. And so when you're going to specialist after specialist, nobody ever really puts the pieces together because it's just not, it's something that gets missed when you're just looking at the body in pieces rather than at all. A whole. And then the other issue is that the Lyme testing that they typically do is so unreliable that even if they think to test for it, it's going to come back negative because it always does. It's a, it's a really inaccurate test. And so that is where, you know, there's people out there who, who are walking around with Lyme. It's really clear cut Lyme, but they've either the diagnosis has been missed or it's been tested for and come back negative. And so tell me about what led you to me to Google functional medicine and, and make your way into my office? Began with first me trying to find every remedy and it wasn't working or it was just a temporary Band-Aid. And I started looking into, I just love everything body. I started looking into holistic, which led to functional medicine and diving deeper into what is functional medicine. Um, and as I was navigating, because there it seems like such a broad, you know, there's different types of functional medicine. And so trying to navigate and figure out and praying over Lord, you know, lead me to the right one, lead me to the one that you know that will help to heal my body. And so as I was doing that and reading up, you know, your name popped up. And so I I did. I sat there and I prayed for months before I came in. Is this the right one? Doc? Uh, you know, is this the right doctor? Is this the right one? And so as I started to review and uh, honestly, go to your Google reviews and read everybody's story and started to connect and I said, you know, this is it. This is, I'm going to take a leap of faith. This is completely opposite of what I've been going through. And I'm going to see, see how this, yeah, what happens, where, how it's, how it's going to work. So it's always nice when a patient gets to the end of a care plan and they're better and and happy, right? And then I'm like, so what were you really thinking? (laughs) What were you really thinking when I told you you had Lyme? 
Um, so just curious in that follow-up consult when I was like, okay, so this is what I'm thinking and I explained everything. And I was like, you know, I'm sure I probably even said it seems really clear to me that the issue is Lyme and all of these things. What was going through your mind as we had that conversation? Well, prior to, to you telling me what was going on, I was very skeptical. Yes. Uh, just be honest. I really was. I said, you know, this is, and as Dr. Stanga went through and showed me how the body worked in the system, I thought, okay, this is completely different from what I'm hearing. Is this, is this true? Is this right? Is this real? Is this? And so after you told me, you know, I, I forget your exact words, but you just Im- comforted me in knowing I wasn't crazy confirming all my symptoms that I was having. It was a sense of relief mm-hmm. once you told me what was going on with my body. And I remember I did. I sat here in, with tears and I said, finally, somebody's listening to me. Somebody's looking and it brings happiness, emotions, being at the end of the treatment now and looking back at that fearful person before who was at their last, I would remember it was like a tug of war. I had three doctors that went, my primary told me to go to the ER, my um, orthopedic wanting to have hip surgery, mm-hmm. um, all in the same month. And then my OB telling, let's have a hysterectomy. And then I had Dr. Stanga on the other side pulling the other way. And, you know, he said, Natalie, let's just hold off, just hold off. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm in pain. I can't function. I'm being, you know, I'm not there for my kids. I'm not there for my husband. And so back and forth. But to loop back around, um, it was a sense of relief. It was somebody, somebody hears me. Somebody sees me as a whole, not a piece. And so... Yeah. That's awesome. I thought you were going to be like, I thought you were crazy. (laughs) I'm glad it was good things that you were thinking. So I want to kind of just share with everybody now, as as you were, you know, making this list of symptoms, I wanted to kind of just share with everybody based on everything that Natalie was going through every single symptom. I want to share, share with you the source of each of them, because so many people are dealing maybe not with every single symptom that she had, but many of them. And they're not thinking it's Lyme. They're not thinking it's a reactivated infection. But in my world, her symptoms were clear cut, very obvious what was going on. So even though we did treat several in- infections with you, it was definitely the Lyme pathogen that was the the biggest one, in my opinion. And so the symptoms that she had that were connected to Lyme were things like, so first of all, Bartonella too. Lyme is never alone. It always has co-infections and you had a lot of Bartonella symptoms. So classic Bartonella symptoms are going to be things like back pain. It's going to be any sort of IC, interstitial cystitis symptom. It's where you're having bladder you know, symptoms and yet you go in and nobody can tell you actually you, know, you have a UTI because it's not a bacteria. It's actually Lyme. So that's a really common thing that I see with Bartonella, blurry vision, um, joint pain, uh, brain fog, fatigue, TMJ. That is a classic Lyme symptom. Anxiety and panic, panic attacks are very classic with Lyme. Some things that I always end up asking people, they never come to me like concerned about the problem, but I'll always ask it if I think Lyme could be a factor. 
And so one of the things I asked you was about floaters in your eyes and motion in a history of motion sickness, which you did have both of them pretty, you know, significant. And it's just like, you know, checking off the boxes for me, like this is clearly Lyme. Tremors, heel pain. Heel pain is a classic, classic Bartonella symptom. Drenching sweats, drenching night sweats. It's a classic Babesia symptom. Any sort of joint pain, you know, that's always typically good. We're going to connect to that to Lyme. Also, whenever symptoms exacerbate around a menstrual cycle, it's a classic Lyme thing. Some of the symptoms that you were dealing with that were connected to other infections were the gallbladder removal and the elevated liver enzymes are always typically connected to Epstein-Barr virus. EBV always harbors in the lymphatic system and the liver gallbladder. And so you had lymph node issues, you had your gallbladder removed, you had elevated liver enzymes on top of fatigue and brain fog. That was clearly, you know, to me, as well as weakness. You had weakness as well. All of those things are classic Epstein-Barr symptoms. You'd also had a history of streptococcus, so I knew that was going to be a factor. And after we did testing, we even found some pretty significant infections in your gut as well, which really explained the GI symptoms you were having too. And so to me, it was like, yep, clear cut. This is exactly what's going on. But you know, sometimes it's when you're hearing that information for the first time, it's like overwhelming and sometimes maybe even might seem a little too good to be true. The other thing though is that treatment, you know, you hear Lyme disease, you go Google it and it's pretty like, you know, it sounds like you have a death sentence, you know, and there's not much hope when, when somebody tells you Lyme, but it's because those people haven't done the therapy that I use, which is the low dose immune therapy because it always works. So tell us a little bit about the journey. So once you began with the therapy, share your experience of what that was like. I was scared, but as I started through the treatment, I know my at first my symptoms seemed to be worse, and that's what scared me, especially my mental, my fog, because I that's one thing I fear is losing, you know, my mental um, abilities. And my symptoms would pop up sporadic, and they would be really bad. There were some days that honestly, I had to say, "I love you guys. I need to rest all day." And thankfully, you know, I, you explained that to me before. And so my family knew as I was walking through this, this treatment, they knew what to expect. And so, um, looking back, I'm thankful. I'm thankful that you did that. Thank you. But I, yes, I would experience it and then it would go away. And then I would have some incredible days. And then as I got further into the treatment, I was like, whoa. Who is this person? I had energy. I could think. I can remember. I remember one night I was with my girlfriend, my best friend, and we've known each other since diapers. And we were just talking about grade school. And she was like, what is going on? How can you remember that? How? Like, I mean, I would just have memory and stories. And she was just, I said, it's the treatment I'm going through. It's phenomenal. I feel like me. I feel like me. I've never felt this good before. So, and then I would do a next treatment and I would have some symptoms and then they would go away. So I knew as I went through the treatment, you know, it was only going to get better, but being at the end now, wow, I can't even put it into words. I mean, I feel like I'm on cloud nine and I am so thankful. 
so thankful. And this is why I do what I do, right? That's, that's actually why I'm doing this podcast because after a while, it's, it's super awesome to sit in San Antonio and have people come to you and you get them better and you hear these great stories. But at some point for me, I started thinking, how many other people are out there with the same thing is happening and they're never going to be told that what's really going on with them are these infections and they're never going to be told about the immune therapy. And so then I actually started feeling really burdened. Like, I feel like I need to do something. I feel like I need to do something to bring awareness to to this topic because it is it's not just like a, a, an occasional like every ever so often somebody's going to have a chronic infection i would say most people whatever chronic ailment that they're dealing with it's actually because of a chronic infection and what will end up happening is you're just going to manage the symptoms you'll get a diagnosis and then just manage them with medications never really addressing the root cause so it's such a prevalent issue that i thought I just have to do something to share this information with people and seeing, you know, hearing stories like yours makes me want to do it even more. I think the other interesting thing about what you just shared is that I really, you know, I think that we're trained to kind of think that health is in this magic pill or something. I think a lot of times people come in and they're wanting me to take away the pain instantly. They're wanting me to give them a special quick fix, right? And unfortunately, and I always tell people this, I that is not what this treatment's going to look like. It's going to be an up and down process. It's going to be good days, bad days, good weeks, bad weeks, but it's always while you're progressing in the right direction because that's what that really is what what health is, right? You have to work for it. It's not going to be a quick, easy solution. And I actually kind of compare it to like childbirth, really. You know, if you if you think about that's not an easy process, but at the end of it, you get this amazing, you know, gift. You get this baby. Um, but that's after going through nine months of hard times and then going through labor and and everything that comes through with that. But anything that's good, you know, you have to work for oftentimes. And that is certainly the case with healing the body, that it really is a journey. So yes, I do always try to prepare people for get ready. There's going to be some bad days, but it means your body's healing. It's not always, symptoms aren't always a bad thing, right? That's how your body communicates to us. And it's just giving us more information. So part of what I try to do is kind of change people's mindsets about the way they think about their body and health. And so now that we're at the end now, looking back, what would you say? Because the one thing I always ask people is, and I think I probably asked you this, is if I could wave a magic wand to take something away, get rid of something. At that time, what what do you think you would have said? It was the one major symptom that was bothering you the most. I would say my right lung capacity. I I could not breathe out of that one. I had constant pain in that right lung and my right lymph node. I I don't, there's, there's so many because I was afraid that I had MS or I, there was something greater, but I would say that my lungs, because I would have that sensation, like I was drowning and I couldn't catch my breath and no lung scan. Mm -hmm. They all came back clear everything was fine. I'm glad I asked that question because I don't think you had actually mentioned that before when we were going through the symptoms. And anything breathing related, that's probably one of the scariest symptoms that people go through because I can't tell you how many patients I have right now that are having a, they have a similar issue. And when you can't breathe, that is really scary. But what was behind it was 
chronic infections. So it's going to be so amazing for people to hear the story that all the things that you came in with, right, cleared up by addressing, I think we we did like four or five different infections and addressing those is what cleared up. What would you say about food sensitivities? Have you noticed, have you noticed anything changing there? I loved the elimination diet that you had me on, which, you know, it does. It's the whole body. It goes mind, body, and soul. But I'll tell you, I've gained about 10 pounds the last few weeks because (laughs) nothing bothers me. And I've been enjoying everything. And I'm not in pain. I'm not saying no. I can go out with friends. I can go have a dinner somewhere and not have to sit there and not eat anything or ask for them to specialize in something and fear that something's going to trigger and I'm going to be in so much pain. I can definitely relate to that as well. (laughs) After going through years and years of being so strict with diet and not eating anything and and depriving yourself of all these things, when you finally, for the longest time, I would would just be like, let's see what this does. I'm going to eat some Whataburger. Like I would never eat Whataburger in the past, but now it's almost like I just want to see what's going to happen. And oh my gosh, I can even eat this. It's really like this amazing, whereas most people would be like, what's the big deal? Like... You know, you had a, some French friends from Whataburger. It feels like I just can't even, to this day, I, when, I, when I drink a margarita or something, I'm like, thank you, God, that I can drink this margarita. This is, it's so nice to have, to be able to be normal, and especially with food, and not have to be so strict. And then it's just remembering, okay, Megan, even though you can have it, <laughs> maybe let's not have it all the time. But yes, that is definitely something that, people do start to see because even food sensitivities, and I think this is important to talk about too, a lot of times you'll go to functional doctors who will um, do food sensitivity testing as if that's root cause. Like, okay, your issue is because you can't have these foods. So you just can never eat them for the rest of your life. And it's like, really, that's not root cause because why can my husband eat these foods and be fine and I can't. It's really about how your immune system is overreacting to the food. So I never do that sort of a a testing approach. I always want to get to the root cause. And when you heal the immune system, then you stop overreacting to everything, whether it be food or the environment or your own body. When you heal the root cause of the immune dysfunction, then it clears those things up as well so that you can live life again. So that's super, that's a super awesome one too. That is awesome. So I think that we kind of covered everything I was hoping that we would cover. Is there any lasting thing that you wanted to say about your experience or encouragement to somebody who may be listening? I know there's fear in just a different view of um, how to take care of the body, but I'm so thankful for the leap of faith that I took for this healing, for life, so that I could be a mother, a daughter, a servant. I just, I'm so thankful. And to not be fearful, to not be fearful. And I'm thankful that I can sit here and give a great testimony of this treatment. So can't thank you enough for not being fearful, right? To come and record a podcast because (laughs) that can also be kind of fear invoking. So thank you so much for sharing your story. I know that there's going to be so many people that this brings hope to them and gives them maybe some answers as to what they're struggling with. So thank you so much, Natalie. Thank you for listening to this episode of Functional Medicine Unfiltered Podcast. 
please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform so we can continue helping you thrive. For information on how Dr. Stanga can help you with your own health issues, please visit us at www.drstanga.com to learn more.